This is The Scoop for Thursday. Good morning. I'm Lisa Marzilli with the WMNF News Headlines. Hurricane Idalia caused major destruction to Pinellas County beaches. WMNF's Chris Young reports on the county's new emergency beach restoration project that's projected to cost upwards of $20 million. Dr. John Bishop is the Pinellas County Coastal Management Coordinator. After Hurricane Idalia, Uh, Our beaches were the most eroded that I've seen since I've been here. We've lost dunes across the county, and we were probably one of the worst hit for beach erosion from Adalia in the state. And so we've been working tirelessly to uh, try to put some protection in place. Sand dunes have been constructed on Sunset Beach to provide storm protection lost during Adalia. A contractor is planting vegetation, mostly sea oats, to help hold the sand in place. They're also working on projects in Paso Grill, Bel Air, and Upham Beach, and they're going to begin a project in Indian Rocks Beach. The funding comes from the Tourism Development Tax, sometimes called the Bed Tax. It's a 6% tax for tourists who stay at overnight accommodations. Brian Lowick is the president of Visit St. Pete Clearwater. Because we have such a booming tourism economy, uh, we had the funds available um, within our current framework to come out here and make sure that we could act quickly and repair these dunes. Pinellas County officials remind beachgoers to stay off the sand dunes and away from construction sites. For WMNF News, I'm Chris Young in Pinellas County. Environmentalists are sounding the alarm about a proposed dredging project in Puerto Rico that could harm nearby coral reefs. On WMNF's Tuesday Cafe, the executive director of Miami Waterkeeper, Rachel Silverstein, warned that there are similarities between the Puerto Rican dredging project and one a decade ago at Port Miami, Miami that killed thousands of corals that became covered in sediment. And when it's totally buried in sediment, it went from um, being a very thriving reef to being basically a moonscape. So when I went diving there next to the dredging, There was so much sediment in the water, you could barely see your hand in front of your face. You could feel the vibrations of the dread ship. And I initially got in the water and thought that I was in the wrong place, like that this must be a sandbar. But then I noticed that there were little tops of the sea fans and sea whips sticking out from the sand. And those, by definition, have to be exposed to hard rock. And then I started to realize that this was the reef and it had been completely buried and blanketed in sediment and smothered. Um, and I swam as far as I could and I saw no end in sight to the extent of the damage. So to your question, you know, how far did it go? It was supposed to be just a temporary and insignificant impact within 150 meters from the shipping channel. We know that the impacts went out to a thousand meters from the channel, um, if not more. And in Puerto Rico, there are corals in critical habitat within that thousand meters, about 450 meters away and 700 and and so meters away, respectively. So those corals in that critical habitat in Puerto Rico, we know from what happened in Miami, are in the direct risk area for being smothered. That's Executive Director of Miami Waterkeeper, Rachel Silverstein, speaking on WMNF's Tuesday Cafe. You can watch this full interview on our website, WMNF.org. The dredging at Port Miami also likely kickstarted a deadly wave of the coral disease known as stony coral tissue loss disease. Spectrum News reports Hillsborough County Public Schools has joined a national lawsuit against social media companies. 
The lawsuit claims youth have developed an addiction and are being harmed by the use of social media. School board member Lynn Gray says she'd like to see cell phones removed entirely from classrooms to ensure the safety of students. Gray says a zero cell phones policy similar to one in Orange County is still being discussed. Now students and faculty at private colleges and universities will only be allowed to use facilities that align with the sex they were assigned at birth under a new Florida Board of Education rule. WMFE's Danielle Pryor reports these rules have been in place at public schools in the state since July 1st under the Safety in Private Spaces Act. Under the new rule, private school students and faculty will join their public school peers and only being allowed to use facilities that align with the sex they were assigned at birth. Ema Roy spoke out against the rule ahead of the vote. She says the rule only requires one unisex facility on campus, which is not enough for all LGBTQ people to share. What it, what it actually does right now in the public schools, at least, um, the unisex restroom is the teacher's restroom. So we have a situation whereby all the non-binary and transgender and the teachers all line up for this unisex bathroom. Another public commentator applauded the rule, saying it was about safety and clarity. Institutions must include the rule in their student handbook. In Orlando, I'm Danielle Pryor. The Florida chapter of the Council on American-Islamic Relations is calling on the Department of State's swift intervention in ensuring the safety of all American citizens in Gaza and securing their safe passage to the mainland. CARE will hold a press conference at their Tampa office with Florida residents who have close family relatives in Gaza that are American citizens. CARE Florida Executive Director Imam Abdullah Jaber said in a statement, American citizens in Gaza deserve equal treatment from the State Department. We are horrified to hear our governor accusing all civilians of Gaza of being anti-Semitic instead of pleading for their safety and making sure that every American is safe everywhere in the world. The press conference will begin at noon at CARE Florida's office located at 8076 North 56th Street in Tampa. The weather forecast looks great, sunny and dry with a high of 82 today, falling to the low 60s overnight, mostly sunny with a high of 81 on Friday. I'm Lisa Marzilli with the WMNF News Headlines. This is The Scoop, recorded at WMNF Tampa.